on tap. <laughs> Welcome to Laughter on Tap. This is a special episode today. Very kindly, my friends from Stages Podcast have given permission for an episode of their podcast to be played on this channel. And it's an episode in which they kindly invited me to talk about laughter. So this is Laughter on Tap, episode 11 on the Stages Podcast. And if you want to check out their podcast, look for Stages on all the normal platforms. And also you can find them on YouTube where they show the podcasts as videos as well. So have a great time listening to this and keep laughing. <laughs> I want to know who you are. I want to know all about your start. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us here on stages today. I am Mary. I am a baby boomer. And in this podcast, we bridge the generational gap all across the board. So I am with two millennials and we have a guest today who is a Gen Xer. So let me introduce to you my partner, Lorena. Hello, I'm Lorena. I'm a millennial. Zach, our producer, give us a shout out. What's going on? I'm Zach. I'm also a millennial. And I hope that everybody, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, please consider clicking on the link below. There is a YouTube channel where there is video and you can see our beautiful faces. So consider checking that out too. Right on. And today we have a very special guest with us all the way from France, guys. And this is our Gen Xer, John Harper. So John, a little bit about John, super cool guy. He's a teacher, a writer, sometimes an actor. Uh, I've seen him act. I think he's brilliant. Uh, he also has a podcast that is called Laughter on Tap. And I have listened to that and it makes me laugh so hard. And John, I kind of want to get to know what made you decide to start a podcast called Laughter on Tap. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me on the show, first of all. Um, well, I think the reason I started it is because I've been laughing all my life. Um, and when I was living in Shanghai, I was in a show. We laugh so much every night of the show. And at the end, when a sort of theatre show comes to an end, it's like a family breaking up. The stage manager asked if I would record my laugh for her. So I, for quite a few weeks, I was sending various recordings of my laugh to her. It seemed to do some good for her. So that inspired me to think maybe laughing is helpful. And then I did a laughter therapy course and... Yeah. And I think for myself, laughter has been really important. I think it's something I've used to cope with all sorts of situations. And yeah, I believe in it. And so that's why I started the podcast. Ah, brilliant. Um, we actually did a topic on laughter too. Uh, Zach Lorena and I did one. And then when we found out that you did one on laughter, I mean, we wanted to have you on. Uh, we love all the benefits 
of laughter. We agree with you that there's something about it. And also, John, you just have a really great laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So I know you had Zach on as a guest, right? You and Zach. So can you guys kind of give us a little recap of what you talked about there? Um, well, Zach was really good on the podcast. He tried to answer questions about how do you make people laugh? And he came from it, from the improv background and tried to show that actually making somebody laugh is not necessarily about trying to be funny. It's about honesty and truth. And that, and I think that fits in very much with myself that we often laugh the most at real life at things that just are totally unexpected. And I think I mentioned in one of my podcasts about when I've stupidly gone to pour orange juice into my tea or something, I I just find that really funny and I can start laughing at, at my own stupidity. And actually it's been a great thing to be able to laugh even on my own because, um, you know, it's almost, I almost feel sometimes self-conscious laughing on my own because I'm, I'm like, who am I laughing for? But it's really healthy and it, it makes me savor the moment. And I keep a journal as well. And to write down things that I found funny means that I really get the full mileage out of every funny moment that happens. And uh, yeah, I think that's been helpful. So yeah, so going back to Zach, uh, he helped us to see that honesty is linked with humor and comedy and It also links with friendship because honesty and truthfulness are also the foundations of friendship. So I think it it really all fits together to show that laughter is not only healthy for us, but it's very good for relationships as well. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. Right, Lorena? Yeah, it's so good. It's something that I love that you talk about on your podcast is how laughter is a form of communication. And I just think it's so like, I mean, I've obviously we know that, but I've never consciously thought about it until listening to your podcast. And like, like, I know when I met my husband, I like the whole weekend, I've never laughed so much with another person (laughs) in my life. And I have a lot of funny comedy friends, like friends that do stand up comedy, you know, but I had never laughed so hard. And I was like, he's Irish and I couldn't understand a word he was saying, you know, with his thick cork accent. And I'm like, this guy, though, we just kept laughing. And like, that was our communication. And like, when you said that on the podcast, I was like, oh, my God, it's so true. Because I just like, don't know what you're saying, but I'm cracking up. (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's also awesome. Yeah, I think it's linked with uh, something else that came out in another podcast was about vulnerability. And uh, that's something else that I think is really important in terms of developing a really close relationship is that you show yourself to be vulnerable. And when you laugh, you are exposing quite raw emotions, especially when you completely laugh and lose it totally, because Mm -hmm. you're showing your deep emotions but you're also physically helpless because you can't sometimes you can't even breathe or or whatever so it's it is really revealing yourself to the other person and and so in that sense it's it's very strengthening and bonding between people that's so true man It's crazy because I think like when you said like laughter is vulnerability, like I I do think there's a little bit of a stigma of like, oh, you're always cracking jokes because you're deflecting from your emotions. But Mm -hmm. in a way, it's like I'm actually cracking jokes to like 
be more authentically vulnerable with somebody or, <laughs> you know, vice versa. That's, that's a really cool way to look at it. Yes. And I think it's, it's not just about cracking jokes. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily great at telling jokes, but I definitely find the funny side of situations. And I think it's, it's linked with mindfulness as well, because I think for me, if ever I do feel sad or angry or any of those sort of more negative emotions, I try to be conscious of, of that feeling as I'm having it and thinking, oh, I'm feeling sad. And just by the act of processing how I'm feeling, it takes the power away from it. And it usually doesn't take long before somehow I find something funny about that. And it means that instead of just giving into a feeling, you are processing it. So I, I don't any longer view it as escapism. I think at one time I was like that. I used to laugh just uncontrollably in ridiculous situations. But now I, I definitely have more of a, a consciousness of what I'm doing and thinking. And, and laughter is one of the best things to use almost in any situation. Yeah, I completely agree, John. And there are times, like you said, when you're feeling sad or you have this different emotion that's more on the negative side, you can actually turn that around just by first just even smiling. And sometimes that's hard when you're really feeling a negative emotion. It's hard to just say, okay, just smile. But then you smile and then you can kind of gradually turn that around. So I completely see the benefits of of feeling that emotion, speaking it out loud, and then processing it. Absolutely. And and something else that came out uh, in one of the podcasts, we had another guest on who um, spoke about disasters that happen. And she spoke about the fear she'd always had of knocking her front teeth out. And when she had a scooter accident, this was also in Shanghai, um, of course, she, she came off her scooter and when she sort of put her hand out, she realized her tooth was actually in her hand. So the worst possible thing had happened to her. But because it was her worst fear, she just burst out laughing. It was almost like, of course, that's happened. And, uh, you know, it, it's amazing that you can actually somehow find the funny side in the worst possible moments. And instead of it being the worst moment, it, it becomes a great story. And, you know, I, I've definitely, um, I've been in really painful situations and still found ways to be. In fact, sometimes I, I had a terrible back problem at one point and the worst thing actually is to laugh because it makes the, sp <laughs> the muscle spasm even worse, but I still couldn't stop laughing. And, and I think back on those days when I was in so much pain as actually some of the happiest times because I laughed so much and I couldn't speak. I, it was, it was hilarious. Um, so I, I really have found laughter works even in quite extreme moments. <laughs> so um, I did listen to one of your podcasts. Was that when you were laughing when you were, I think you were in a car wreck and they gave you laughing gas. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a car wreck. It was just that I couldn't get out of the car because my back was so bad. And uh Two ambulances arrived to take me out of the car. And um, because the first gas cylinder started leaking in the car, the ambulance drivers were laughing so much as well. We were all laughing. Nobody could breathe. And uh, so another, <laughs> another ambulance arrived and four of them carried me horizontally out of the car. And I was literally hysterical the whole time. And... I was just loving the gas. I was lo I was loving the whole experience. It was it was amazing. Uh <laughs>
I don't think I've honestly had laughing gas, but when I heard your story, I was like, where do I get my hands on some laughing gas? Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't even laughing gas, but it worked for me, whatever it was. <laughs> it was just oxygen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what is another benefit that you feel is so great about laughing? Do you have any Lorena? Because you laugh a lot. I I know because we did that whole podcast on laughing and you kind of spearheaded that one. So I thought like Lorena and John together are just would be great. (laughs) For me, I definitely love laughter of like, I feel like if I'm mentally like what John said about mindfulness, like if I'm at a place where I can't find the humor in something, I've taken it far too seriously. Like life should not be that serious, which I feel like really permeates American culture right now of like, (laughs) everything is so serious you know, rightfully so, but people to the point where they can't even like have a bit of banter, a little bit of laugh about something. And like, for me, even if I like did something so foolish and cringy, I just like enjoy, I'm glad I did it for the fact that I can look back and like laugh at it. Like what a basic beat, you know, like, or some, you know, like I think it's like, that's healthy. It's like the healthy reflection of laughter to real, to not take something so seriously. Like if there's, there's always humor to be found. There's always something to tickle your funny bone. (laughs) Agreed. That's something I'm really curious. Like John, like you've traveled so much. You're from the UK, which I feel UK and the Irish are just so good at quick witted banter. Just so, you know, the best the best at it in my personal opinion and then in Australia and New Zealand too yeah but then living in Shanghai and China how that differed and then in France now like how do you see laughter banter societal humor and how it like changes a whole society or the feeling of a culture and the people I think it does. I think each country, each community, each culture has its own humor to some extent. And that's fascinating. Um, and I think living in different places means you get to explore different, different, a different sense of humor. And, but I think the great thing is when you live in a country where your language is limited of the country you're living in, there's always humor. Um, that, that makes it funny because you can't understand what anybody's saying. And, uh, I think just those constant misunderstandings are actually wonderful. And so even if I can't communicate with my neighbors um, some of the time, we just have the greatest time. We laugh so much. You know, I laugh with my neighbors right from the moment I arrived here. They've invited me for dinners and I couldn't speak any French when I arrived here. And uh, we just had a great time. We, we can, you can la- laughter is a language in itself and it works and, and it mm. connects people and, um, yeah, I, I just find it really brings people together in a, in a great way. So yeah, I've, I've loved traveling and laughing with people in all different, sometimes I've actually got, if I've been in another country, I've got a group together and just got them to laugh 
deliberately and photograph them all laughing. And it, it's even that in itself is wonderful to give them a photo of all of us splitting our sides with laughter. Um, and it may start off fake, but actually it ends up so real because you can't believe you're doing it. And, and I think those moments are, are priceless. I'm curious to ask, maybe this is too much, but like, is there one word that you could use to describe the feeling of laughter or the type of humor of like each place you've lived? Uh, it's really, that is, spot, I know. it's quite <laughs> difficult to, <laughs> I don't know if I can answer it, but you seem like you could, you've written a book. You know? Yeah. Um, that is quite <laughs> difficult. <to> answer, <laughs> I think I'd have to give that a lot more thought because, yeah, I don't want to uh, categorize each country with one type of humor because yeah, that could we'll also be disastrous. Yeah. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I think definitely some countries are more physical humor. You know, some places you go to, there's much more likelihood that people will be laughing at slapstick, you know, people slipping over and stuff. And others, the humor is much more sort of, word-based or or something along those lines <laughs> yeah i think and, and also sarcastic some some cultures are incredibly sarcastic and and that's something to get used to as well i mean we're i'm from the south of england and we we can be quite sensitive in the south quite sensitive to you know we're, we're not the toughest bunch in the south of england so you know it's sometimes a bit of a shock when people are sarcastic and and so that's something to adapt to uh, when you're in that sort of culture Oh. Well, that's great. <laughs> so, so, do you guys want to try to end this with just laughing? Let's, 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 let's do it. Let's give it a try. It's been so wonderful having you on, Jaws. Oh. Let's let's try to end it with a proper laugh-a-thon. Yes. Let's try to do it. And everybody out there that's listening too, like just join in. Like just kind of laugh with us. And uh, John, you lead off with that great laugh of yours okay. and we'll join in. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> So please join us next week. Give us a shout out below. Love having you on today, John. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next week here on Stages. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, John. (laughs) Bye-bye. 